1: Sitting here with Tom Dorian. Yes, sir. And Thank Sam you. Rodriguez. Yes. Hello, Sam. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing great. You know, Sam's
1: you? here. He's uh, kind of joined the crew. Got uh, the big smile on his face. He's still technically on probation, so if he does anything wrong, <laughs> if anybody doesn't like Sam, send me an email. Don't send it to Sam, though. That'd be bad.
0: As long as it's not double secret, you're okay. Uh, you're it's not a, on I,
1: double secret probation. That's yeah. right. I think that's called progress. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're moving right along. It's, it's looking good for you. Um so here's what we're going to do today um i I when thinking about what I was going to do on today's show, um you know, I was actually kind of not really hearing anything, and I just was sitting there thinking, all right lord what 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 do I do a show on? you know and we've done a lot of shows. you go to a website it's over four hundred and twenty shows that are that are on the website, and it's like, you know, Lord, um, have we run out of topics?" I know we haven't and and uh and so I just I sat quietly and thought lord what what will be the topic and I didn't hear anything, and then I started realizing I think that was the topic, and so I thought we'd do a top ten show at like ten ten reasons we don't hear God, you know it's odd how, in that silence, I started pondering why I might not be hearing what what God would tell me, and it made me think like well, in all of sort of life's um dilemmas our discernments, our, our questions that we all have, you know, we want answers. And then a lot of times people will think we don't really hear much from God. Some people will tell me that, like, well, I, I prayed about this, but I heard nothing. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever had, like, that kind of experience in life? I mean, Oh, yeah. You, yeah?
0: Human beings do that.
1: Right. You mean not hear or? Don't listen. Don't. Or they want it now. So, so that's good, Which Those we're are, going down that path that's aren't we? the path we're going down, right, right, and so it's but I just wondered if you like Sam, have you had like these spells where you feel like God's not talking to you?
0: Oh, I had a very difficult period in my life, uh surrounding discernment actually, and trying mm-hmm. to discern God's uh, calling upon my life, and there was a moment in my life where nothing made sense, yeah. whatsoever, and the only and I knew I had so much trouble hearing God, yeah. The only prayer that made any sense to me was that Thomas Merton prayer, that, oh my God, I have no idea where I am going. Mm. And there's a piece of that prayer that says, but I know that the desire to please you does in fact please you, and I hope to do nothing apart from that desire. Oh, okay. And so I thought, okay, well, what pleases God? And the answer I came to was obedience. And so I decided, I'm just going to lay this all out to my spiritual director, and whatever he says, I'm going to do. And uh, it's been... That was a few years ago, and it was a very yeah, simple so
1: decision. Now, <laughs> that's nice, but it's like he still didn't hear from God. That was like that was just like a little consolation. You right, know right. But, but you and I both know, I think, that God was active in that process oh, like, to help you. I think so. Right, I know.
0: think so. I think uh, his hand is is clear now, in hindsight being twenty twenty.
1: Oh, yeah. We can always look back and see where God was present mm-hmm. uh, in our lives. And I think a lot of times when we think we don't hear him and we think he's not there... He really is. And he's active and he's doing things. I mean, through the through the gift of the spirit, through the, the modeling example, uh, and also just the total self-gift of the son, right? We just, uh, we're, we're not listening to the beckoning of the father. So I started to jot down, and I know you guys have some ideas as well. So to, together we've come up with 10 reasons we don't hear God. Now, Tom and I, I don't know if you've experienced it yet. Uh, Sam, but Tom and I have all always found that there's one, and every time we do a a, a top ten list, there's always one thing that we put on the list. I don't care what the list is. You know, ten best recipes for banana nut bread. We always put confession on
0: there <laughs> <laughs> go to confession yeah if you want to cook
1: a good banana nut bread <laughs> go you got to go to confession <laughs>
0: right it makes but, sense well, i've noticed that go to confession has become a tagline for tom that's know.
1: well i'm not pointing at tom and saying he needs yeah, to go to okay. confession
0: I, i'm i'm a sinner i'll we, go
1: we we all do now you yeah. may not sam but we do the i go every us, week you know two out of every three catholic cafe hosts need to go to confession i was just <laughs> doctors doctors tell you no, so here's the thing: if you're listening to God, it's it's so uh, interesting to me how I will feel so distant from God, and really from His discern I'm discerning Him and and His will in my life. And when I'm sinning, when I'm in the middle of sin, when I'm in the when when, when it's been a while since confession, i even talked to Tom a couple of times, like when I'm going through a bad spell. He goes like, "Man, dude, when's the last time you went to confession?" And it's amazing. It's like, yeah, man, it's been. 38 years, so I guess maybe I need to go, you know, and things were getting all kind of stove up, you know, (laughs) but, but going to confession, it's like, it just, it just clears everything out, right? It just clears the pathway. Uh, And I hope you don't wait 38 years, folks who are listening and and hope you know I was kidding. But, but the reality is if it's been a little while, it's been like a month, two months, three months, Mm. time moves on. But that's a reason why I think we don't hear God sometimes because we're so busy focusing on I mean, sin just distracts us it takes us and puts us in another place and it it lures us you know like those uh, mermaid sirens or whatever that would pull the sailors into the sea to mm-hmm. their death but it's just something that that just it it lures us is a is a way to look at sin so confession is a way to get rid of that mm-hmm. right that's so that's right. our number one thing on there number two is uh, i use the word already but i i i, I want to focus on distractions mm-hmm. We are so distracted. I mean, it's a noisy, noisy world. And I'm not just talking about sin. I'm talking about, uh, you know, technology, the, the laptops, the, um, you know, what's on Netflix, uh, the music. Uh, oh, my goodness, phones. Uh, I, you can't go out to eat anymore without seeing an entire family, you know, each on their individual Device, right? Right. And and when you go out to eat, you go to a place like Buffalo Wild Wings, which I love, by the way. They got a great hot wings. I love the sauce, so I want to say that first and foremost. But honestly, a sponsor now or something? No, they're not. But but but, and it's not just them. But you you pretty much go to any restaurant. I mean, we went to a Chinese restaurant the other day. They had a TV up, right? And it's like. I just start start thinking, like, why on earth are we going to a restaurant to watch TVs? Now, a sports bar, I understand you're going to watch sports games, and it's mm-hmm. good to have 58 televisions if you're going to watch the Super Bowl or whatever. Uh, and it's fun, too. But, like, when you're just going to a restaurant, and all of a sudden they've got a... It's like, well, this is an Italian restaurant. Well, it's not a sports bar, but they got a TV up there, mm-hmm. you know? And it's just... Those distractions, I they just keep us from hearing... Because we're filling our world with them, right? Mm-hmm. And then I think... You know, Sam, you'd mentioned before the show talking about things that that um, they're really that we're um, not a, well we're addicted to, but we just we, we can't let go of. Oh,
0: sure, our attachments in our lives. Yeah, yeah. so
1: we're just like we're we're attached, and we become uh, we in a way we become addicted to that.
0: Oh, yes, right. And
1: so all of those things, those are part of the noise, the distractions, attachments. Essentially, become distractions. I mean, they become things that lead us away from listening to god and so it's like uh hard to hear him when we have all that stuff going on right if you don't have any silence in your life no, you can't no you can't hear him it's really it, just difficult you know and so i think right. um so number one is confessions uh number two distractions you know we're going through the 10 reasons we don't hear god so number three is one that i thought of and i thought you know whenever i'm looking for god i've always thought that there should be like some kind of like burning bush. I walk up and there's a burning bush, uh, or there's some big bolt of lightning, and this this great thundering voice comes to me and says, "Jeff, turn left." You know, and it's like I I suddenly know what to do. You know, we're always looking for that neon sign, and you, we think that's the answer. You, you don't get that. I, well, I, I do I get have that all the time. We, <laughs> <laughs> man, this is why we have Sam here. He's the lucky one. He's God's favorite, you know. Well, he's that one third
0: we were talking about. He earlier. is the one third that doesn't right. need to go to confession, That's right. That's you know, cuz he
1: has the neon sign. Most of us don't. Right? But but it's amazing how we want that. And so we don't hear God cuz sometimes, you know, he comes to us and shouts, but sometimes it's whispers, right? And so mm. just that real subtlety that whispering in our ear, that that thing that kind of helps us there's a warmth in our heart, you know, that draws us to something. That's a very spiritual thing, and if we're looking for like the the thunderclap, you know, and the bolt of lightning, and the neon sign, if we're looking for something big, or some guy standing there going like, "Walk this way," you know, we'll, <laughs> we we don't get that all the time.
0: Well, it's similar to Elijah on the on the mountaintop, with uh, God was not in the earthquake, God was not in the fire, and it was in the still small voice. Ah,
1: see, there you go, exactly right. Oh, that's Sam in his scriptures. I'm so glad he reads that Bible thing. Um, okay, so job, Sam. now now the fourth reason I have listed here that we came up with is that we're actually not listening to God. Mm-hmm. When we say we are, but we're not actually listening. Sometimes we say our prayers. We've got memorized prayers we say, and I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying that we say those, and then sometimes we're so busy talking. I, I know there's a couple times I've gone into adoration, and, and like I get through, I do an hour, and then like I get through like 58 minutes, and, I've, and I realize I've not stopped talking, not out loud, <laughs> mm-hmm. but just telling God all my stuff and all the things, you know, and I'm thinking, God, why aren't you answering me? It's like, he's like, wait, I'm just waiting for you to shut up, mm-hmm. you know? Now, he wouldn't use shut up. That's not a nice phrase. <laughs> but he would say, close your mouth, you well, know? Maybe he would say shut up. <laughs> maybe. I need to hear it sometimes. But sometimes we don't hear him because we're not listening. We're not we're not actively listening like, all right, I'm done talking to God. This is It's your turn. It's all on you now.
0: It's actually hard to do, too. It is
1: hard. To turn off your brain, and that was a long pause. And I love doing that because the radio programming people always go like they start running to their console, like "What happened? We lost the signal." See, you didn't.
0: In most serious stations, you know, this would be dead air. But on EWTN, it's meditation time. That's right.
1: It's time for the sacred silence. We call it. It's sacred silence. It's beautiful. There's always a re- God works in amazing ways. He's That's wonderful. Today, he is on today. So, you know, and so, and then I think the fifth reason I want to talk about is that I think a lot of times we would just claim that we're we're praying to God and we're looking for an answer, but in reality, we already, quote, unquote, know the answer, (laughs) right? It's like, Lord, affirm that I have chosen the right path. Well, wait a second. What if God doesn't want you to go down that path? Right, right. Well, I already know. I already know God wants me to do this. I've I've prayed about this, and 32 years ago He told me I needed to do this. And it's like, Well like, when was the last time you talked to Him? When was 32 years ago? You know, mm. well, hey, plans change, you know. And so sometimes I think that we we come at this with like, Lord, please, you know, help to make me rich. <laughs> well, you know, okay, so you've already decided you need to be rich. I mean, you've decided that's the goal. Who decided that for you? Was that God who decided it? You know, and, and that's where, uh, you know, I'm certainly joking about the rich thing, but it's like sometimes we come at him with this goal already in mind,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? And so sometimes when people ask me, about, like, you know, to pray for him or whatever or asking and help in prayer, I'll say, well, don't don't pray for what you think you need. Don't pray, for, but pray for peace mm-hmm. for in your heart, in yourself, that you've made the right decision or, or, or pray for God's will to be done, right? So sometimes people say, like, I want, you know, grandma to regrow her arm you know and i just like i want this to happen you've already got in your mind that's what needs to happen what if god doesn't want that to happen Mm -hmm. so really praying for god's will or praying for peace in your heart and accepting god's will those are some powerful prayers but we don't want to come at this as we as if we already know the answer right Mm certainly that's what prayer is for and that's what the questions are for you don't want to ask the question if you don't want to hear the answer right all right
0: You know, I'm reminded of uh, a prayer that Mother Teresa often said. And when I heard this prayer, it really struck me as a difficult prayer to say. And the prayer was, Heavenly Father, if there's anything I'm doing that is not your holy will, please let it fall apart in front of me.
1: Ooh, that's dangerous. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But when I heard that, I thought, man, I wish I were able to say that prayer. And I prayed for about a week for the grace and the trust and the surrender to be able to say that prayer and to mean it. And when I finally said it and meant it, I got profound consolations of peace Mm. and it became a go-to prayer of mine over time and helped build me up the knowledge that you know, it, it is the desire of my heart to serve God, you know, broken vessel that I am. So it's a beautiful prayer, but it's a hard and prayer that to is say. Beautiful.
1: That is beautiful. Did Mother Teresa herself tell you that prayer? Like one of your many conferences with her? You no. know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just teasing. Listen, we got we to take a break. And before we do, I want to remind folks at home we've got a great website, thecatholiccafe.com. Also, I'd love to hear from you. Send me an email. Deacon Jeff at thecatholiccafe.com. With that, we'll be right back.
2: I'm Bess and this is another great moment in church history. Saint Monica is a North African saint who has inspired millions of Catholics to pray and hope for their family members who have fallen away from, or who have never even approached, the Church of Christ. She was married at an early age to a man of her parents' choosing. Her spouse was a pagan man with a secure income and an exalted position within the community. Unfortunately, he lacked integrity and basic virtue. He was unfaithful to their marital vows and abusive. A biographer of St. Monica's wrote, She knew, she saw, but she kept quiet and suffered in silence. She prayed and probably wept, but realized that the religion of the pagans condoned great moral degradation. Like so many women of her time, she had nowhere in the world to turn. So instead, she turned heavenward to the help of the Almighty. And help he did. St. Monica was so well known for her deep inner peace and holiness that she began to counsel other women who had unfaithful and wayward husbands. Because of her great witness to the love of Christ in her own life, her husband eventually renounced sin and became a Christian. He died soon after his conversion and left St. Monica with her children. One of her children was the famous St. Augustine of Hippo, who had completely renounced the Christian faith of his upbringing and was living a dissolute life. The saintly woman prayed, encouraged, and pleaded with her son, like any good mother is apt to do. She followed him from their home in North Africa to Rome, and finally to Milan. St. Monica prayed to God on her son's behalf for many, many years. She never lost hope, and she never stopped praying. After many turbulent years in the lives of both St. Monica and St. Augustine, her prayers were answered. St. Augustine is now one of the greatest and most revered fathers and doctors of the church. Many of our stories are not as dramatic as St. Monica's or St. Augustine's, but we can all learn from her persistence and filial love. Family and friends have left or avoided the loving arms of the church for many and various reasons, but they all come back for the same reason, the experience of Christ's powerful love. St. Monica is a great witness to this love of Jesus Christ. Her persistence and gentle patience are a roadmap for our own lives and conversions. St. Monica's Feast Day is August 27th. I'm Bess Zimski, and this has been another great moment in church history.
0: Welcome back to the Catholic Café, here's Deacon Jeff.
1: And we're back in the luxurious corner booth of the Catholic Café. I am Deacon Jeff, sitting here with Tom Dorian and Sam Rodriguez and we are talking about the 10 Reasons We Don't Hear God. We started with confession or lack of confession, distractions, which are also attachments too, and looking for lightning or some big sign. Um, not listening, we're talking too much, or we already know the answer. God, I don't really need to. Just could you just ratify that I'm right? You know, and so those were the first five. Um, and so I want to continue on with the ten reasons we don't hear God, um, and maybe you, maybe some of these are things that you experience in life. I don't know all of you listening, but um, I think another thing is that we're actually asking the wrong questions, mm-hmm. right? So we're 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 asking God for answers, and maybe the questions we're asking are actually the wrong questions to be to be asking. I I think sometimes that you know people will. They're just barking up the wrong tree. They're going down like, God, why can't I make this work? I keep trying to make this work. And and God is saying, ultimately, well, you shouldn't be there doing that thing. That's not where you need to be. You know, it's like if you're sitting there going, trying, like, I'm just trying to make this build a rocket here, you know, and it's like, it's just not working. It's like. I had you more pegged for a gardener, Jeff. Why are you, you know? Why are you in the in rocket science, and you really should be over here? And and I guess the point is, it just means that sometimes we we don't hear God because the questions that we're asking are wrong. Are we just making assumptions that I'm supposed to be successful at doing this, or, um, you know, why is my mother-in-law so mean? It's like, well, maybe that, that's not the right question. Why are yeah. you not open to your mother-in-law? You're actually causing the problem as much or more. Right? I don't want to beat up on mother-in-laws. So I love my mother-in-law. But, but right. you know, sometimes we, we, there are people in our lives that we think that they're the problem. And we don't look in the mirror and see ourselves as the problem. So we ask the wrong questions. Mm-hmm. And that's a reason why, you know, God's not going to answer that question the way we want to hear it. Mm-hmm. Because we're asking the wrong questions. Yep. So if, if there's a little silence there from God, maybe it's that we're not asking the right questions. Lord, mm-hmm. tell me the lottery numbers. Tell me the winning lottery numbers. <laughs> All I get is Silence just nothing. I get nothing anyway. So, um, okay, so reason number um, seven, um, you haven't opened the conduit. Mm -hmm. So I want an answer to a question, but really you're not giving God the opportunity to answer the question because you're not praying. You're not going to adoration. You kind of stop going to mass or confession and all these opportunities where God speaks to us, especially through the sacraments, but also just in our um, our listening, right, our, our, our ability to, um, to be present and be passive mm-hmm. and, and, and to receive him. So if we haven't opened the, the conduit, if, we haven't, if we're not praying, we're, why, how do you expect to get an answer? You're not going to hear them. You know, there's
0: a saying I've heard uh, within the church that if you don't set aside time for
1: prayer, you'll never find time for prayer. That's right. It's going to be always an impossible task. Yeah. That No. And that's true. So, so if we're not giving God an opportunity to speak to us, he's not going to be able to speak to us. Now, that's us. He's always speaking. But if we're not in the places where we need to be spiritually as well as physically, we're not going to hear him. Um, okay. So um, another reason I think that um, we don't hear God is because we're really, um, we're really self-focused. Mm-hmm. You know, we spend a lot of time looking in the mirror and we see everything as it relates to us and we don't see things so much as they relate to others. And I think God can, can speak to us through other, the, the people that, that we meet, that we encounter. And if we're always focused on us and me and my time and what I'm doing and what I have to do, we're not availing ourselves to the opportunities of being with others where God can communicate to us and, and, and through us. And through those others to us, and so it's like it's important for us not to always be so f- self-centered, right? If God is a God of love, mm. love moves outward; it goes out, right? Mm-hmm. But if we're self-focused, then we're 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 just like in okay, Lord, fill me up, mm-hmm. give me mine, you know, because I need, I need, I need. And I've been amazed at the times that I've I've felt fulfilled when I've been helping someone else,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? So if I if I am if I don't have a lot of money, which I don't. But if I don't have a lot of money, um, helping someone who doesn't have a lot of money makes me feel rich. I mean, it just makes me, it fills me up. And so I just realized that self-centeredness and self-focus is something that will actually cause you, you know, there to, there to be a wall between you and God, right? We don't hear God in that situation. So, uh, and then like number nine is a is a classic example of the world that we live in. We talked about distractions and stuff earlier, but I think the the number nine reason why we don't hear God is because we're always in a stinking hurry. Mm-hmm. We're always late. We have to get there. We don't have time. I don't have time for that whole rosary. Uh, and then, you know, we've gotten in the habit when we say, like, oh, i make sure I pray a rosary, but I'm going to end up doing what um, a one priest said called a machine gun rosary. <laughs> you know, it's like rat-a-tat-tat. We go through this thing, uh, and then we think, like, all right, I prayed my rosary. You know, and it's like, we 're such in, a, in such a hurry sometimes that we 've lost our ability we 're not patient we don 't wait and so if it's like you 're not patient you 're not going to wait what is it that you 're going to be able to hear right right we 're so used to like our consuming our news you know in these little six minute sound bites mm-hmm. and then they go to commercial, and everything is settled in six minutes mm-hmm. and the thing is we 're not going to get answers from God necessarily in a six minute sound bite there 's going to have to be. So our, our patience, and everyone talks about, you know, God's time and all that kind of stuff. And it's important for us to realize that we have to open ourselves up to what God has in store. And sometimes that's slow down mm-hmm. and listen.
0: It, it, <clears throat> it's something I shared with a person recently, I said, do you want to know how God works? Watch a flower grow. You know, if we, you watch a flower grow, you will see, quote, nothing. Right. But actually, at the quantum level and the microscopic level, there's a flurry of activity uh, more than we could possibly imagine. That's
1: and- right. That's exactly <laughs> right. And plus, it, uh, if you watch a flower grow, you're going to be there a while.
0: Yes, you're going to be there a while. (laughs) Right. And there's not a a viable alternative. You just go rip the flower open. It's not going to be the same as letting it open. Exactly. Now,
1: I have seen like the Disney nature movies when we, you know, the little film strips and stuff of the time lapse photography with the little flower goes, you know, it's like, (laughs) man, if only it could be that fast, but it's not. Right. And it's the way God designed things and things just, they grow. Um, And so that's exactly, that's a brilliant point there, uh, Sam. And so, uh, the, uh, the last one I wanted to mention is it's a little s- sad, but I think it's also something we need to challenge ourselves on. And that is um, the tenth reason I have listed is why we don't hear God, is because we have a lack of faith. I mean, we don't, we, you know, most, uh, most people listen to this show, they go to church every Sunday, they go to confession every once in a while, they do the things they're supposed to do, they check off the boxes, they've had all these sacraments in preparation to live life. And the reality is, so many of us just don't really believe all that stuff. We do it because we're supposed to. Maybe we're social uh, animals and we, and we just do things that w- the way we were raised and we identify that way and it makes us feel comfortable. But I just wonder to what degree we actually totally rely on God, right? And if we have a lack of faith, well, of course you're not going to hear from God. Mm-hmm. He's always talking. He's always loving. He's always reaching out to us. But we're not going to receive any of that if we don't have faith. And so to some degree... Hearing God is just simply a matter of going, you know what, I'll just say I believe. And I'm just going to give myself over to you. And when you do that, amazing things happen. I just just think prayers get answered. Your heart is transformed and changed. Absolutely.
0: And the gospel even gives us the tool of getting over this hump of, Lord, help my unbelief.
1: Yeah, all right. That's exactly right. So it's like it's a, you know, it sounds simple. It isn't always easy to do, especially when there is... There's a great uh, challenge in your life when you're experiencing some despair that might, you know, come out of a, a de- uh, you know, a um, uh, depression of some kind or whatever. Uh, and so it's, it's just it's important to, 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 you know, to look at all 10 of these reasons and bits and pieces of them kind of will flow through your life mm-hmm. pretty much. And we'll just recap the 10 reasons we don't hear God confession or lack thereof distractions looking for a big sign, not listening actually talking too much you already know the answer uh, you're asking the wrong questions you haven't opened the conduit so you're not going into prayer and adoration you're self-centered self-focused you're in a hurry and there's a lack of faith and so these are all good things that we need to work on Amen. right we need to hear god need to listen for god be patient he loves us and he wants to talk to us and one way we can encounter him is through his mother. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Holy Mary, Mary, Mother of God, God, pray pray for for us sinners, sinners, now at the hour hour of our death. death. Amen. Amen.
0: Thanks for listening to The Catholic Cafe. If you'd like to contact Deacon Jeff, send him an email at deaconjeff at thecatholiccafe.com